Blog Talk Radio. Souls on all levels and in all dimensions are on their own evolutionary journey. There is no end point, no specified timing, and no losers. Every soul goes through their own unique experiences, yet we all have much in common. The higher self's evolutionary perspective, then, builds bridges of understanding. Let's move the focus from division and conflict to acceptance and love of ourselves and others. Okay, guys. It's Wednesday. It's Janet, the Higher Self Voice, Janet Richmond. And I'm here on my favorite day of the week, at least one of them. And I've already had two technical, tech, techno difficulties. First, the camera didn't work. So... I was planning all morning to do <laughs> to do something else for the radio show because I also do the blog talk radio show, which is at the same time as I did the video. And I didn't want to do what I had planned for today originally because it was part two. It was on the creative body. And so I spent the morning trying to figure out, well, okay, what random thing am I going to do for the radio show? And then last minute, we discovered the camera work. <laughs> So, so now I'm back to the original show planned, um, completely last minute, so I haven't even reviewed it. And then my internet went off in the middle, I signed on, to, and that went off. So the, the good news is, though, that neither one of these techno problems may, put me into a state of panic. I just kind of smiled and said, okay. And the higher self indicated to me as I'm walking around that this is good practice because in this day and age with everything changing so rapidly, new realities, one of the things that this does for us, the unexpected, is it moves us into places where we learn how to deal with the unexpected. We don't get panicked because things didn't go A, B, C, D, just like we planned. And it's really kind of good practice because, as we all know, there's a lot of chaos. There's a lot of issues going on around the planet and for each of us individually. So I'm looking at it as, hey, isn't this a good thing? So it is a good thing. And I just wanted you to know, um, the reason I'm even bringing it up is that I'm not that ready for today because I never reviewed it because <laughs> I thought the camera wasn't going to be working. Also, but it's no problem. I do have notes and I will refer to them. You know, it's not like I repeat the same message every week. I do something new every week. And so I do need um, some review. It's not that I don't know the material, but I want to unfold it properly and not jump around and be all jumbled. I like to be, you know, fairly you know, unfold it so it's clear. Anyway, so I have notes. I will be referring to them more than normal. The other thing, though, is I do want to talk about this is the last of this series. This series is has been on our energetic field, and I've covered the thought form body and how thought energy works, the habit body and how that works, how the habit imprints work. I've talked about the emotional response body and how those work. And then for the creative body, starting last week, I talked about how the first three bodies are the ones that create the fuel that the creative body uses to manifest the weaves that eventually when they get strong enough, they 
manifest into our outer reality. And I talked about it for that whole show last time, so I can't repeat it here. So if you haven't heard it, it would be really good to hear it if you're interested, because you won't have the same context listening to this one as you will when you put the two together. So anyway, this week, I want to talk to you uh, a bit more about the creative body and how to, anyway, I'll just get started because we're kind of running out of time. But after this series, that was what I was getting at. After this series, I really wasn't sure where to go. You know, I have a tremendous amount of material. Joan Culpepper, who I have her the rights to all her material, uh, the copyright, and she, I inherited from her probably a thousand cassette tapes. Not all of them have been transcribed onto the computer, but many, maybe seven or eight hundred have. That's the foundation. But since then, I've been, you know, I bring in my own material and I fill in holes and I edit whatever, you know, I pull together and make the material usable so I, you know, so that you guys can understand it because it came in pretty esoteric sounding. In any case, I have a ton. I've been on the radio since 2011. I've had meetup groups since 2010. So I've taken a lot of that material over the years and used it. There's probably, I think my camera's moving because I just put my foot on what was, anyway, it'll stop. And I probably haven't used, I don't know, two thirds of it, maybe a half. But I have a tremendous amount of material. And I thought to myself, what am I going to do when this series ends? There's many different directions I could go in. And the higher self indicated to me that it might be a good idea to just do something random. And the reason I went from a two-hour show or an hour-and-a-half show, was usually between the two, down to a half hour was to open up time for me so that I could be writing this third book. I have three meetups a week. So I have lots of other things going on and I do private sessions, private healing sessions, but I really needed to open some time and that two hour, hour and a half to two hour radio show took a lot of time for me to prepare. So that's why I cut it back. And when I did, I opened up the avenue of this YouTube, which is great. It gets it out to people who maybe don't listen to podcasts or don't read books or don't uh, attend meetings or whatever, and, and they have the option of hearing the information on the video through YouTube. So, so it's good. It offers another avenue. That's always my purpose, to, to provide it to as many people as I can. The higher self said, the priority for me right now is writing this third book. It is going to be great. <laughs> I do say so myself. Of course, I have to write it. But the material is great, and I do believe that I can make it a page turner because that's really what it is, as well as being completely fascinating. It's just, I'm so excited about it, but they said it is a priority, and so they suggested that I do it random, and it, it dovetails with the whole thing that's been going on with these techno difficulties where all, all of a sudden, you know, I'm off, and am I going to have to use my phone to call in or what? So. It, it, it adds to that. When you do something random, it takes you out of, at least for me, the comfort zone of always being so organized and so, 
you know, step by step. It allows me to be completely free to whatever comes along in the week that touches me that I want to share with you. Now, there might be some times where something touches me and I want to share it with you. You don't have the context and foundation. So I might do one or two shows to in like a mini series to kind of create that foundation for you so that I can then tell you or explain to you or share with you some fascinating thing that I have just learned or just experienced or something, some information that I've gotten, whatever. So I'm, it's going to be random. I will not therefore know at the end of each show exactly what's going to happen next week. Normally I give you kind of a preview. I say, oh, and next week, blah, 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 blah. It's not going to be like this now. I, I will, when I post the show, I will have it, the topic on that, but I may not post the show till the night before. My goal is to have the show every week. There are some weeks if I'm traveling that I can't do it, but most of the time I, I will do it and I will hopefully keep you guys engaged in this random thing, but it won't be some silly stuff or it might be silly, but it'll be interesting. Silly. It, it should be hopefully something to help you, um, you know, to help you connect, help you resonate, help you learn, help you help yourself in some way. Now I do also want to just quickly address the healing part of what I do that's really a big part of my life. It is the basis for a lot of information that comes in during healing myself or healing others, the groups that I do. Healing is a big part of it. And the first, until this video show, almost every radio show I did had a healing in it, either a personal healing or a healing on the planet or a healing of a situation or condition somewhere going on in the globe. It was a tremendous part of the show. I encourage all of you, if you want to experience or learn about the healing techniques that I use, the soul scan techniques that the higher selves have um, helped me develop, they're the ones that have taught me how to do this, the, you know, go back and listen to some of those other shows. And again, you know, all shows are free on the, if you have a smartphone, they're free on the podcast app. The odds iPhone, it comes on the iPhone. The Android and the Samsung, it, you have to download it, but it is free. I believe it's called CastBox. Anyway, you can go back to some of the earlier shows and listen to the ones that I did before the video show, the hour and a half, hour, two hour shows, whatever. You can really experience those healings firsthand and you can use them to heal yourself. That's the other really fabulous thing about the healing. You can go through the amalgamation that I do on the show. And then when I'm having the situation or the person or whatever, release energies into the light for neutralizing, you release your own. We all have a little bit of everything. So, and heaven forbid, if you don't have it, no biggie, you just won't be released. But 99.9% .9 of the time you're going to have, even if it isn't a major issue for you, it never hurts to release and get rid of these energetics. So I really encourage you, uh, my first book, Choices, 
It's on Amazon Choices, Neutralizing Your Negative Thoughts and Emotional Blueprints. That, it, it's on Kindle even. You can get that. That's really sort of the Bible for neutralizing. You certainly can get my second book about the soul, the journey of the soul through the human kingdom universe. And there's a big section that goes through the neutralizing again. At the end, personal to one of my stories that I talk about related to my mother. Um, in any case, you have, even if you need to get somebody to get you started, email me, jvvmrichmond at gmail.com, and I'm going to get you started. If you want, we can have a private session, but I always emphasize the freebies first, or the book or the Kindle that's, what, $3 or whatever it is. So I'm never one to push to hire me. If you can do it on your own, more power to you guys. Meanwhile, we got to get back to the creative body. Oh, my gosh, so much time has gone by. Yay, yay, yay. Well, all right, the creative body. As you knew from last week, it takes all the fuel that we've provided and it weaves that fuel, those energies, into what eventually, when the weed becomes strong enough, into what we manifest in the outer reality. Okay. So the psychics, for example, when they are predicting the future for you, they are actually reading your creative body. They're reading the weeds. Now, they may not know that, and it's not important that they necessarily know where in the ethers they're getting that information. Some may get it from guides and things like that, but if it's a psychic that is reading some energetics, it's your creative body weeds that they're reading. And a psychic can't be 100% accurate all of the time. Now, I say that to explain, not to necessarily make it that all psychics, you know, whatever. I'm not trying to denigrate or uh, validate psychics in any way, shape, or form. I'm just trying to explain that a psychic can't be 100% accurate because those weaves are only potential manifestations until they actually manifest. Now, the weaves that have been building and building for a long time and they're getting very ready to manifest, those would have a much higher probability of being correct when the psychic reads it. Something that's maybe months or years down the line in what the psychic's reading has a much better probability of not manifesting exactly how the psychic is reading, reading it. Now, those weaves that are built of our most intense issues and patterns and, and, fears or whatever emotions, those are ones that are strong and would be a little more difficult to shift or to change simply because day to day we're in a free will kingdom and we change our thoughts and our actions every day. And so we are actually changing the fuel every day that affects the weaves. Now, some general weaves, we probably wouldn't change just by a day of uh, something happens and we're thinking a little different. But I want to give you an example of how we can change a weave uh, just because we're in the free will kingdom and we do change our ways of thinking sometimes. So the example is you have all of a sudden some, somebody very close to you, a dear friend, a family member, somebody you love, 
dies suddenly of a heart attack, okay, in the early 40s, way too young. And it is a gigantic shock. Now, it's upsetting, of course, that you've lost this loved one. But what I'm talking, uh, what I'm going to be addressing is the shock that it brings you. Oh, my gosh. I, ha I have to pay more attention myself personally. I don't want something like that to happen to me. And in that moment, the shock starts changing our approach to life. Not only do we decide we're taking life for granted and we start talking to our loved ones and telling them how much we care, we start stop to smell the roses and things like that, but also we start to take care of ourselves more than we had. You know, we're in our early 40s. We're still pretty young. We're still pretty healthy. And we absolutely aren't really thinking about death and dying at that point. But now with that shock, you start to think, you know, maybe I'm going to join a gym or maybe I'm going to start exercising at work. Instead of taking an hour lunchtime and just sitting and chewing the fat with my coworkers, I'm going to see if I can get someone to go take a walk. Or, you know, I live in a, a big high rise. Why don't I walk up and down the stairs a few times during lunch? That kind of thing. And you start to change not only your thinking, but your actions. You start doing it. You talk to your mate or your spouse, and you see, you know, you talk about the food that, the, that you buy and you use. The, you know, instead of ordering out pizza three times a week because both of you work and you're both exhausted, that you decide, hey, let's take turns. It'll be difficult, but we can shop on a Sunday, get the food, and one of we can take turns either every other night or every other week. And let's cut back on that fast food and let's really work on keeping healthy. So you start making these changes. You start changing your life patterns, your thoughts, your actions, your determination. And what's happening is you're changing the weeds because the fuel that you're providing it is new. You're now providing it fuel of I'm going to take care of myself. And you're doing the actions. You're thinking the thoughts. You're cooking the good meals, you're taking the exercise, whatever you decide to do, uh, and you're really changing. So if a psychic, for example, was, if you went to a psychic before that change, she could very well read a weave. Let's just pretend you also um, have a possibility of having heart issues early in life. You didn't really realize it, but now that you're thinking about it, you go, oh yeah, I think I had an uncle over here or whatever. So there's something, some possibility. And so before you have this change, a psychic might read the weed that's in process because you have been eating poorly, you haven't been exercising, right? That there is some health issue looming and that you could end up into in the ICU. And that's how she reads the weed before you had ch this change in thinking. Then a week or three later or whenever later you, you have this experience, you start to change your life pattern, you really do it, you exercise, you're moving, you're whatever. And what happens? Now a month or three later, you know, I'd never know the timing on these things exactly. You would, might go to a, well, first of all, you also in changing, you might decide, hey, maybe I should go get a checkup 
and you go to the doctor and have your heart checked and you find some blockages in the arteries and you decide to have either a stent or something like that put in or some sort of bypass surgery and you can avoid the major health problem completely. So that's what happens is that the weave change and the outer reality changes. Now, if the psychic read you after all of that, after the doctor, the psychic wouldn't pick up a looming health problem at all. Now, of course, months may have passed between the first possible time that she could have read you and, the, and when she does after you've had the bypass surgery or the stent put in or whatever. So she, she would read it differently because you've changed your thinking, your actions completely changed your life pattern. So that, that's how a, the weaves work. Because we're in the free will kingdom, they do shift and change with every single thought and action we take. And sometimes the shifts and changes are very subtle, not a big deal, and sometimes they're major. Okay, but what I'm trying to tell you here is basically that it's our energetics that lead us around by the nose. It's the energetics that determine what our outer reality is. It's the energetics that we carry that are creating the fuel for the creative body that manifests that perfect mirror and the outer reality to what you carry. And unfortunately, so much of what we carry is more on the negative side than positive, simply because of the human condition, the many, many difficult lives we've had over many eons of time. That's why. But in any case, how do we change that. We don't want these things leading us around by the freaking nose, do we? Of course not. We want to be in the driver's seat. We don't want to just have our outer reality be run by the energetics we've created over many lifetimes. Well, guess what? There are two ways. You can absolutely do it. You can put yourself right in the driver's seat. We're not in the driver's seat for the most part because we didn't know, we didn't understand. And so passively, out of not knowing, we've just allowed this process to be happening for eons of time. There may be lives here or there or different times in this life where you really understood that you can be in the driver's seat, maybe you understood how it works. But for the most part, we've just allowed it to happen. Now, because of the evolutionary thrust, now because of the planet that we on, that we chose to be on, with the very high frequencies of energy that are happening with the evolutionary movement of the planet itself into higher frequencies, along with the energetic thrust that affects the entire universe. In any case, we're in a place right now where we do have this information, and we can choose to be in that driver's seat and not just allow the, the passive acceptance of our outer reality being what is. We can actually create that outer reality and have it be exactly what we want. And there are two ways. The first way is the neutralizing, neutralizing the emotions, the thoughts, the, habits, the patterns, the misunderstandings, the soul scrambles, everything. Everything we carry, we can neutralize. And I've talked about neutralizing, and I'm running out of time already. So I want you to know that that, that technique is absolutely powerful, viable, puts you right in the driver's seat, 
more that we neutralize the energetics, the less fuel we're giving to the creative body that's negative, that doesn't work for us. We're in charge now. We're taking back the directing identity that we want to be. We're taking back. We're owning our lives, okay? We're owning our outer reality. We're owning our responsibility here in the free will kingdom. The second way, which has to do with the creative body, which is equally viable, and I want to tell you right up front, I use the first way myself most. But every time I talk about the creative body, I go in and do this exercise that I'm going to tell you now. And it's very, very powerful, very, very powerful. I think it's just more habit than anything else. That I do the neutralizing of the patterns and the soul scrambles and, and, and all of that more. But you can actually work with your creative body. You can be your own best psychic. Even if you can't be all good a psychic, you can still use it. And here's how you can do it. You do the amalgamation first, you know, becoming one with your pure soul essence, your soul essence, your fifth dimensional part, one with the totality of your higher self. Move yourself to amalgamate with the originating source. It's just that simple. Of course, you have to focus on each step for a few moments so that you really activate those divine energies. And then what you do, act into your creative body. How do you do that? I know this is going to seem really a little bit out there, but you just do it by thought. If you're in a state of amalgamation and you focus that you're in the creative body, I immediately went in it right now. You just move right into the creative body. And what you can do is you can ask your higher self to help you to bring to you any kind of weave that isn't so good for you, any kind of weave that you don't want around anymore. And what do you do? You just wait for a moment or two. The higher self will present you a weave. Now, you might pick up an emotional issue from it. That's what I would do sometimes, pick up fear or I pick up uh, frustration or uh, regret or guilt or anything. You can pick up anything. So just spend a few moments. See if you can pick up what that weave is all about. Trust me, you don't need to know anything about the weave. You may not pick up anything. It's still going to happen, guys. You're in the amalgamated state. Those divine, You've given the permission to the divine energies to do the work. It will do the work. So here's the deal. You also may or may not pick up the issue it's around. Is it around finances? Is it around health? Is it around uh, relationship, career? I mean, what is it around? You may or may not know, but you may. And what you do is once you spend a few moments focusing on the weed, you might get things you might not. You send the light to it and just ask the light to neutralize all the energetics that have made up that weave that is not good for you because that's what you asked. You asked for a weave that isn't, you know, it's going to manifest something in your life. So that you don't want to eat. So then you neutralize that weave, sending the light to it. The light will neutralize energetics that are making up the weave. And just spend a few moments doing that. And, hey, guess what? You can do it again. Ask for another weave. Ask for 20 weaves. Ask for weaves in a specific area. Maybe you're worried about losing your job or something. Call in a weave that might be job-related and work 
Remember, these energies are divine. They can't hurt or harm. Whether you see and know exactly what's going on, you don't need to. I've told you, I've had clients who can't speak English. They don't understand a word I say. But we go through the amalgamation, and they are giving permission to those divine energies. And even though they don't understand what's happening, they can't see it, they don't sense it, nothing, because they don't understand me happening anyway and that's what I want you to know it isn't about you you know you could say oh I don't get it or I can't do it or whatever but I I'm going to encourage each and every one of you to give it a try give it a try a particularly problematic area in your life that you want to work on you might have 20 weaves going on that area don't feel limited to one weave so if you have you know a big topic like relationships you might have a hundred weaves it doesn't matter. You can do it. The divine energies can do it. Only thing that blocks us is our, our blinders that say, oh, I can't do that. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. You are. You have to carry all that you need. I'm asking all of you to make that commitment to yourself, to put yourself back in the driver's seat. And it doesn't matter whether you're your own best psychic and you use the creative body and neutralize excuse me, the weaves themselves, or whether you just take a pattern in general and neutralize those energetics. Either way, you're doing the same thing. Either way, you are neutralizing that fuel that has been leading us all around by the nose for so long. And you're making a commitment to help yourself. And when you change the fuel, you are changing the weave. When you change the weave, you are opening the door for newer and better and joyful things. Eventually, the, um, the energetics that you carry will not be leading you around through those. You'll be making your own decisions about what you want to create, and that will happen. That's down the line, but let's clean up these energetics. Let's awaken. Let's clear. Let's dissolve. Let's neutralize the energetics and really put ourselves into that driver's seat, really become our own directing identity. Move out of the passive victim pattern and because we've all been doing, we didn't know it. There's no criticism or anything, judgment here. This is part of the ambition. So I'm really encouraging you and please email me if you have any jvvmrichmond at gmail.com. Okay, guys. And with that, I'm going to sign off. It's gone a little bit past. I really love every one of you, and I hope you will enjoy the random shows. I will do my best to make something very interesting, fascinating, helpful, all those things for you each and every time. Uh, so we'll see. Um, and I'm open for suggestions even. You can also email me suggestions of things you want to hear about. And it's just going to be a flow, organic flow. Let's <laughs> see where we go. Okay? All right. I really love you guys. So until, until next week. Okay. Janet is a catalytic artist an award-winning author, a radio show host, and a healer. You can find her on her website, 
HigherSelfVoice.com, also on Amazon, Kindle, Facebook, YouTube, and on the podcast app on your smartphone. To reach her with questions or for a healing session, her email address is jvvmrichmond at gmail.com.